and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouth. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. Hey, how's it going, guys? And today we're going to be talking about Shanghai Disneyland being the first Disney park to reopen. So here we go. So, like I just said, we're going to be talking about Shanghai Disneyland reopening and a couple of little other uh, random nuggets that came out of the uh, shareholder meeting yesterday. Uh, I, I figure we'll go over that part first just because, you know, obviously we're going to talk about parks because that's our main passion. Uh, kind of like upsetting, also whatever information at the shareholder meeting, they revealed that uh, Disney stock has dropped 93%. Um, they, which is of course a bad, um, oh yeah. So a kind of upsetting thing was that Bob Chapek did announce that they will be delaying or completely canceling a lot of the projects that are already, uh, going on, which, uh, could mean a number of things. Uh, everyone's wondering what's going to be cut and what's going to be delayed. Obviously I would guess the delayed would be things that are currently being built that they feel like they can sit back on and the uh, canceled would be things that they announced that they don't think they need to do anymore. I would guess like the play pavilion or the uh, changes to Epcot would be like the easiest uh, one that it's like, Oh, well we just canceled these now, which sucks because you know, those were big deals. Um, I figure, uh, cause I've already seen people saying they're like, Oh, are they going to, uh, are they going to uh, stop with the Tron coaster or the um, Guardians of the Galaxy coaster at Disney World or, for instance, the Marvel Land at that DCA? And I'm just like, why would they cancel those projects that are already underway? Those might get delayed, though. So I feel like that it's more of an eyesore for, for you to leave those, right? Like, what do you guys think? I'll start with Hunter. Well, no, I mean, I agree a thousand percent with what you said. It's like the things that are obviously under construction um, or they were starting to break ground on, those are going to be those easy things to delay and just be like, well, we're going to still do these, but we need to sit back for a minute. It does suck to think that uh, the Epcot stuff will be the easiest ones to uh, just straight shelve and throw out for now because, you know, money is going to be a lot harder to spend uh, uh, as soon as we're through with the uh, the pandemic and the aftermath. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with that. Uh, George, what are your thoughts? Well, I think Hunter just said everything best, you know, like it just sucks that everything's just canceled and, you know, we just have to wait until all this nonsense is over now. Yeah, upsettingly, I would have to agree. We A lot of things are going to get delayed. I would guess the easiest one I would say should not get delayed is going to be DCA's Marvel Land, just because that's almost completely done already. That one's literally just waiting on uh, the finishing touches. Yeah, um, but, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I was just going to jump on that and say, yeah, I mean, 
at this point, just from the shots we've had overhead from those people that have, you know, been doing flyovers, it seems like at this rate, all they got to do is, you know, put the finishing touches and actually get the okay to open the parts and all that fun stuff for Marvel and to officially be done. Yeah, that that one should get delayed, though, because it was supposed to open, was it like the day before um, Disneyland's anniversary this year? But obviously, they have yeah. to construction. <laughs> Yeah, if it's um, going to premiere this year, it wouldn't be until, like, the end of the year, probably. Yeah, uh, another interesting one I thought was uh, they also announced that they have 54.5 million subscribers to Disney+, Plus, which is insane because uh, 40 million subscribers was their five-year plan. So it's crazy to think that they're way surpassed that within six months, um, which, of course, is an obvious... Uh, little thing on the fact that they are doing way better with Disney Plus than they imagined or any um, anyone online thought they would have done. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, George? Well, dude, I've just been watching Disney Plus like almost every single day, so I mean, <laughs> it's just, yeah, you're right. No, yeah. Um, so what are, you have any thoughts on that, Hunter? Uh, I know I said it before we started recording. It's just like, it's funny to think that uh, their five-year plan was 40 million. And, uh, you know, with the situation that we're dealing with worldwide, I mean, it was probably like unforeseeable for them, obviously. But I'm seeing this, they're probably just like, oh, this is great. This is a, you know, start creating mad success. And uh, just, uh, it proves that, you know, we can continue doing this. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree. Um, the other thing I think is interesting about that, and they love to point out uh, on any article you read on like any Hollywood anything or tech thing, they point out that the craziness of that is actually that Disney Plus is not even available worldwide yet. So it's insane that they have that many just U.S. subscribers, basically, because uh, in other parts of the world, they don't have it. Like, uh, what is it? They don't have it in much of Western Europe. Japan or Latin America. So it's basically 40 uh, or 50 million subscribers just in the U.S. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, to move on to like the bulk of what we really wanted to talk about, because um, all the other news, I was just like kind of whatever. Like, um, uh, I mean, I guess a cool thing they did reveal was that uh, they will be for uh, skipping the dividend period for uh, stockholders because they actually are using that money uh, to pay employees and their benefits over uh, paying the investors their uh, shares, which Good. I thought was cool. I was like, yeah, well, right. you guys don't need more money. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, like I said at the top, our biggest thing is Shanghai Disneyland. So uh, it's been rumored for a little while Shanghai Disneyland is coming back. Uh, it's the first uh, Disney park to come back from the shutdown and lockdown status. And, of course, it's also in China. So the big news, uh, well, we saw, like, a lot of stuff online. Like, anyone that follows, like, the maligned, like, uh, WDW News Today or whatever, uh, or my chat, there were leaks of, uh, in Shanghai Disneyland, they were setting up these physical markers for, like, six feet apart, and uh, they had signs out saying, like, everyone needs to wear masks and whatnot. And there were all these rumors flying of how they're going to do it. And now at the shareholder meeting, they revealed completely how they're going to do it. So one thing, they announced that it would be they would be reopening May 11th. 
that's crazy because uh, I was reading online like rumors were that they were going to reopen late May. And that was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to open at the end of the week. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is that they're going to be uh, controlling their capacity through reservations. Now, we know reservations pretty well from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which from what I'm reading, it sounds kind of like that's what we're expecting. Um now, because uh, another thing is, like, they did reveal that when the parks do reopen in America, that these are the things that you're, we're going to see here uh, with some extra things that I'll bring up later. Uh, I am wondering, like, each piece of this, like, uh, everyone's thoughts. So, like, uh, Hunter, like, how do you feel about, like, doing a reservation status to go into a Disney park? I mean, it, it sucks, but it's, it's what we've got to do. And I know we said it the, uh, the last time that we spoke about stuff like this. Uh, I was like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of having to wear the mask and all this fun stuff. But if that's what I got to do to, you know, have fun and go to a Disney park, I'm more than down. I'm just curious if they're going to do it the way I'm thinking they might, where if they're going to do the whole thing that they did for Galaxy's Edge, if it's going to be one of those reservations where it's like, you get to be in the park between these hours and then we're going to, shut it down, let you guys out and let the next group in or, you know, so no, then, that crazy. No, they're yeah. definitely not doing it like that. Uh, what they said is that they're going to be doing, uh, you have to make a reservation to go into the park so that uh, you know you're going and you know you're going that day. So there's not going to be this willy-nilly show up day up and just go, oh, we're going to go inside today. Uh, you know, so that'll kind of kill like uh, locals a lot because you actually have to plan to go. But another right. thing is that even tickets, when you buy them, they're now going to be actually specific dates, not just, you know, one day uh, admission. It's going to have an actual date on it saying May 11th, 2020. Oh, you know what? That, that's, that's even better than I was thinking. So, I mean, I'm down for that. I mean, especially since we're annual pass holders. So we'll probably just have like a link on the app saying, hey, what day are you going to be here so that we you know, have a head count on you and your party. Yeah, I assume for us it'll be more like uh, you just uh, put in a reservation for a date. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, George? You know, I'm just excited for, like, them opening up. I'm pretty sure, you know, like, Disney has, like, a like a plan of, like, special safety, you know, like, I, I, I don't care about the mask either. Like, the only thing about the mask is, like, during, like, summer times, like, it does get hot, like, when you're breathing, like, it's hot air. So I'm just curious is like if they're gonna provide more like water fountains, like something cold. Um, another thing too is like are they gonna get a lot of more stations that is like hand sanitizers, you know, like like all those things, like are we limiting stores, like the capacity of people going inside. So those are those are the type of things that I'm super curious about. Um, I mean I'm pretty sure they're gonna be doing great of whatever they're gonna try to do, but those are the things that I'm like, curious about. It's funny that you both hit on the masks because uh, I um, I haven't said that part yet. So one of the other things that they said for masks, masks will be worn by guests during their entire visits, except for dining. Dining is the only time when you're allowed to take it off, uh, which I'm kind of wondering how they'll do that because um, obviously you're not going to have people close to each other at that point. Uh, it's also saying that um, masks will be worn by all cast members, except for face characters. But face characters will be far away from the guests. And uh, they will not really be doing um, the uh, meet and greets. They said that you will 
be meeting characters in a new way, but not up and uh, not up close, which I don't really know what that means. Um, we'll have to see. And then another thing is that they're getting rid of fireworks and parades for this time, and instead they're going to be doing a character cavalcade, which uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I've only seen it once at Disney World where it was raining, so they did the character cavalcade where they take the omnibus and just put characters on it, and they just drive by you waving. So uh, what do you guys think of that? (laughs) You think that's cool? I mean, yeah, uh, honestly, we don't do a lot of the character meet and greet. So I guess that's cool for the little kids. Like, you know, if you're walking down Main Street, um, which obviously you're going to be, there's not going to be as many people, but like you've got your kid on your shoulders and yeah, they can have a omnibus drive by and they're like, oh, you know, look that bad. There's Mickey. I mean, I'll be honest, uh, in a completely selfish fashion, like you said, we're not big character meet and greet people. And something I have a love-hate for is uh, characters walking the street with people um, because all it does is create a huge uh, stop in traffic. And I can't help but read this and be like, well, we're not going to be seeing that. We're not going to be seeing (laughs) characters, you know, walking down the street just, oh, I'm just Cinderella walking down Main Street for no reason. And all these people (laughs) talk, Cinderella, look at me, look at me. (laughs) We're not going to see any of that. You know, with the little parade, you know, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, the, 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 that parade thing is, you know, to me, I'm like, I just give me something. I don't, I, at this point, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll be like a quick thing, I guess. Uh, I don't really see any issues with that. It is kind of lame, but, uh, at the same time, I'm guessing they're going to base this off of capacity, which that's another thing is that with capacity, um, so Shanghai Disneyland has a, an attendance of about 80,000 guests a day, and the Chinese government is having them only uh, have 30% capacity, which means that they're going to have around 24,000 guests uh, every day. Um, and then, of course, like the, the longer things are going well, they're going to ramp those up. Um, what, what do you guys think of that? Which, I don't know, for me, I feel like that kind of goes in intertwined with the uh you know reservation status it's like obviously we're going to go with like less people in the park because how are you gonna you know make sure people are social distancing if you're just allowing like thousands of people in Uh, i mean you've got a you've got an excellent point there uh from that standpoint like yeah i mean you gotta do the reduced capacity uh that's that's the point of the like you were saying it's the point of the reservation thing. It's the easiest way for me to be like, how do I make sure that we only have, you know, 20,000 people in here today instead of just opening up and praying that, you know, more people don't show up? Because, you know, they would. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. <laughs> uh, I know I'm kind of worried about the idea of the reservation status with uh, Disneyland because it's such a local park. I'm just like, oh, I don't know what kind of craziness we're going to deal with with that. Oh, what are your thoughts so, on it, George? So the only thing that, like, with the capacity, like, I don't know, it, it just, it makes sense, you know, but like I said before, is that, imagine, have, like, if you have, like, different type of families trying to go in at once, like, your child count as one also, instead of just an adult, so, like, I wonder what's the capacity or how many reservations you could have per family, you know, no. like... 
as a group. I mean, I assume that'll be. I assume that'll be kind of like the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, where it's like you uh, you make the reservation, and then you're allowed to add a certain amount of people to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's you're like right, it's though. A, if it's like a big family, I don't know how you would do that. Yeah. It's just like, like I said, like, if you go into the park, I think the, the good, like, the positive note is, like, if you go on rides, it's, like, much less of a, like, the time to go on the ride. And, like, what's funny, I was just thinking about it, like, imagine you get on the ride every single time, like, you see a cast member, like, oh, give me one second, we have to wipe every single thing, every single seat before you get on, and which will take a little bit more time instead of, like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I feel you. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. Moving on uh, to, like, the news that came from uh, their chief medical officer, um, Dr. Pam Heimel. She's their, uh, yeah, the Disney Parks chief medical officer. So she also made a statement. Uh, she gave kind of like some uh, thing to this, right? So for the U.S. parks, they're talking about phased reopening. Um, how she put it was, they're looking at all locations, how best to begin the reopening process, including gradual reopening and or partial reopening of certain locations. Uh, for example, the opening of retail and dining locations prior to opening of the theme park. So I take that immediately to mean like Disney Springs and Downtown Disney, because obviously those would be quicker to reopen uh, than the park. Um, the how did she put it? The partial reopening is where I'm like confused. I'm like, are you talking about like reopening a park, but only a certain portion of the park? Like, I don't know what she means by that. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that, George? Well, if they're going to like close like a, like part of the park, I mean, it's got to be like Toontown or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, like some, something that is like, at least, you know, like, Adventureland, it's more spacious. Well, they're all kind of, like, kind of tight. Um, like, Tomorrowland, I feel like it's more spacious, but I don't know. Like, I think the biggest one that's kind of cluster is Toontown. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd be right. It's, it's weird to think about because the second you said partial reopening, I was like, I was like the same thing you guys were. It's like, do you mean that I'm only going to be able to be in about... 40% of the park because they're going to keep certain areas shut down or are you saying that, you know, some like along those lines? I mean, to add on to what George said, I, I would actually think that they would probably mean it like um, a, por a part of the park that they kind of deem as like not as necessary, they could possibly shut down. Something like Toontown, for instance, yeah, Toontown. that has like one uh, basically two rides in it, but neither one is ever at an hour wait. Um, you know, something like that. I could see that. Um, I don't know if they'll really do something like that. I think that's a little insane, the idea of that. Uh, to move on, uh, there. so her other thing, um, another point she said was physical distancing and capacity. Um, she says, as you can imagine, managing guest density in queues, restaurants, hotels, ride vehicles, and other facilities throughout the park and across the resort is a major focus as we implement physical distancing guidelines based on guidance from health authorities such as the CDC and appropriate government agencies. This will likely include implementation of guest capacity measures to comply with state and federal guidelines 
which we've kind of already said a couple times. Obviously, with Shanghai, they were giving us 30% as theirs. Um, we're also exploring ways to use technology to aid us in these efforts, like our Play Disney Parks app and through virtual queues at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So that's the line that, to me, immediately I was like, so it's reservations like get, uh, like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge or like Rise of the Resistance, because that's exactly what that line sounds like. Uh, how do you... Uh, guys feel on that hunter honestly if you'd have said this before i saw how they did rise of the resistance and stuff like that i probably had the same standpoint i used to have but seeing how fluid everything works i think that that's a super appropriate way of doing things just probably instead of uh you know doing it the way they were doing it where it's like oh groups one through like six and then there's out of nowhere they're like oh now we're doing groups you know seven through 14 or whatever they'll probably just wait until groups one through ten have completely left the queue and then immediately bring in that next group of people if that's their way of doing it. No, I mean, um, to me, like, I've talked about this a couple times with people, and I know uh, we talked about this uh, when we all had our family dinner the other day, but I think it's, like, the best way to go. Like, and like you're saying, um, sorry, George, you haven't experienced Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, with Rise of the Resistance, you know, they've got the... Um, the virtual queue and the thing is is that it's very much maligned when you're when you have to do it um you know uh we'll have to do an episode about it later but like i experienced it where i tried four days in a row trying to get on this ride and couldn't get in until the fourth day but the way it worked was so smooth as soon as uh, i mean the crazy part was getting the reservation but as soon as you had it like, everything was so smooth. You, I stood in line for, like, 20, 25 minutes for Rise of the Resistance once our number was called, and it was so easy. Like, you just got in. It wasn't crowded in the line. No one was angry in the line. Everyone was just kind of, like, excited, ready to go. And I'm like, I'm not used to that. I'm used to people, like, overhearing people in line just like, is this even worth standing in line for? And <laughs> that's kind of how I see this, where I'm like, uh, virtual queuing is the best way to kind of combat the social distancing stuff where it's like they know what the capacity is going to be for that ride um, I think we've talked about it before like the way fast pass works but like they know those metrics and those numbers so it's easy for them to be like this is how many can be in an hour so you can do that as a digital queue now and be like you have to get on the app and say you want to ride this ride and then we'll give you a number and say okay come back at this uh, come back when we call on you um, you know what I was? What are your thoughts? You know what I was? George, since you had I was just talking. <laughs> you know, I was just talking about my coworkers about this. Is that right now? You know, Fast Pass is always on your phone. Like, like you said about Max Pass. You know, what, I feel like Disney has the the technology, the like the computer to like, like you said about the boarding pass, like kind of like that. But I, when I was talking to my coworkers, I feel like right now. If you want to get onto a ride, you you basically get a fast pass, and you have to come back later. And like that's how I see it. And it, like you said, for thinking like the boarding pass, but to me, I feel like it's just like a fast pass. You just go up there, you get your fast pass, and you come back. But I think they should be more stricter, saying, "Hey, you have to come back between these times, or else you're not going on." Um, but, I mean, I feel like... I mean, they kind of do. <clears throat> no, they kind of do, like, with the... Um, I know we're making fun of it, but, like, you haven't experienced, like, the digital queuing. 
um, they know like that amount of people. So when they give out like those like chunks, that's the thing is like they do it by chunks where it's like, oh, we're um, boarding groups one through five uh, right now. And then it'll be like five through 10. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. I mean, sometimes they do move that because uh, some people take forever to show up. Uh, but they do give you like, what is it, um, Hunter? I think it's like a two hour window to show up for your um, your reservation. Yeah, if I remember correctly, that's how it was. Granted, we were there within five minutes of seeing that we could get on. Everyone is standing by so, the ride. <laughs> so if the group isn't there, if the group isn't there, and if you're there before, then then it'll be your turn. No, you know it's kind of uh, it's kind of like you said. It's like a fast pass. So they're going to treat it like, oh, um, we called on you. You come up. You come with your group. Whoever is going. You scan your fast pass uh, or your phone at the door. They let you through, and um, they give you like a two-hour block to like come back. So it's like, you know, you'll, you'll get an alert on your phone that says, "Hey, uh, your boarding group is being called. You have two hours yeah. to uh, to uh, ride." So that's basically how they do it. You know, kind of like fast pass, kind of not. Because, like, Fast Pass, of course, it's, like, only one hour. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, another thing. So they're talking about, of course, cleanliness and sanitation. Uh, so they're going to be increasing cleaning and disinfection. Uh, I assume that's, like, a lot to do with like for instance like i work at a casino and they're already talking about that how they're going to clean and sanitize everything i assume that's what they mean because you're going to see it like that where it's like uh for instance at the casino we already see them where it's like anything because there's not that many of us there because it's skeleton crew anything that we go towards they clean that like every hour um and then screening and prevention so this is where they talk about PPE, you know, the mask. But uh, so this is where they're saying they're going to have hand sanitizer stations and washing stations across the resort. Um, if anything, it'll probably be like, I know before they closed, there was like a thing online that I saw where they updated the app that um, you could actually go on it and it would show you where uh, hand sanitizer stations were around the park. So... I think that's kind of what they'll do. Uh, yeah. Um, so how do you guys feel on the hand sanitizer station? I know you guys mentioned it earlier. Uh, I'll start with Sorry. Okay. Uh, so I mean, we, we kind of saw what you can do when you have these uh, stations available. Uh, I know it's not super relevant to the actual situation that we have right now, but uh, the last time we did our family trip to Orlando, uh, we had the... Uh, yeah, with Yeah, with the Zika scare. So, like, they had those sanitizer uh, stations everywhere. And honestly, I like the idea that you're just going to have more of those throughout the park because uh, they had so many, honestly, in Florida that I don't think we ever had to actually buy the, uh, the bug repellent or the sanitizer stuff. But they were just... Oh, right yeah, you're right. You're right. They they had them like everywhere, so we were just like, oh, I guess we'll just get it right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, George? No, it's exactly what Hunter said. Like, um, just having it there is, you know, 
Well, when it happened in Florida, like, it was just perfect. Like, we, it made us feel safer. Just, like, we just put it on. It just makes, um, I don't know. It just makes sense just having those hands and there. I, like, I just, the only thing is that it's just going to wait, like, a couple more minutes just every time, uh, um, when I guess get out of the ride, they have to just sanitize it real quick and then you get on. So that's the only thing. Yeah, I, I know that's going to eat up some time. Um, I know, especially for you, George, you have a newborn. So obviously that would go into uh, going to the park anyway in general. If you have to weigh that against, uh, of course, the want to be in the park. Yeah, and you know, um, like I said, I just got a newborn, so we want to do to see all the, the, the characters. So I'm just curious how it's going to be, you know. I wonder if the characters will just sign it, like the the book. But I wonder if there's just going to be like a, um, like a fence or something that we can't pass it. So the character is just going to like wave or like jump or do whatever. And when we take a picture, the character will be like behind us and like do wave or something like that. But that's the only thing I can think of. No, I mean, you're definitely right. Uh, that's where the confusion comes up with the whole, oh, uh, it'll be in a new way, uh, you know, with social distancing. It's like, I don't know what you mean by that, but, you know, we're going to have to wait and see what those measures actually will turn out to be. Uh, personally, I think all of the measures aren't crazy and they're kind of within, like, reason, um, which is kind of what I figured they were going to do. So I, I'm not too bad on it. Of course, uh, I'm waiting to see what actually happens with uh, Shanghai. I know, like, the people that we know that are cast members have said that uh, literally they're using Shanghai Disneyland as uh, as their, um, their testing ground. So, like, they're all waiting to see how does it work there to decide, like, oh, how are we going to do this? Uh, which is, of course, kind of funny. Um what are your guys' last thoughts on this? Um, honestly, I think you kind of said what I was thinking where it's like, none of those, none of the precautions we're taking are anything that I'm stopping at where I'm like, this is unnecessary. Uh, everything is just more on the realm where it's like, well, we need to make sure that everybody feels safe and, uh, that they don't, you know, have to worry about taking their families out here. So, uh, I am cautiously optimistic and I'm looking forward to seeing how, uh, Shanghai Disneyland, uh, handles everything. Yeah. Uh, and George, any last thoughts? Um, the only, uh, not really, like, I just said it best, but I, I'm glad they're just doing this testing thing just to make sure, like, they're just doing it correctly. I know that in the beginning they're going to be super, super strict how, how it's going to be, but no, I'm excited. I think they're going to be doing a great job. They're going to make sure that everything's nice and clean, nice and safe. I feel like they're going to have more cast members just to make sure that it's all nice and clean. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited how it is, and hopefully, you know, the, uh, the test pass and they can move on to different Disney parks. No, um, I mean, we're, we're all pretty much in agreement. Like, we're excited at the idea of the parks coming back, but, um, you know, it is that thing. It's like you're always going to have to weigh your personal one to safety. And that's kind of how we're at with this. I mean, we all know this isn't going to be forever. 
But unfortunately, this is something we're going to have to deal with for the time being. And getting back to like a sense of normalcy is going to be very difficult in this time. And even at that, like I know I've talked to people and even the future, like normal is going to be very different from how it was before all of this. So we're just going to have to wait and see how that is. And, you know, ultimately, I think uh, we'll get back to like a kind of normal. But, you know, we're going to see more things like we're probably going to see people with masks a lot more than we used to. I agree. All right. Well, oh, yeah. Sorry. I was just going to end it right there. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Uh, No, but uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, We want to thank you guys for listening. I know we took like an extended break uh, for a little while dealing with our own stuff. George had a baby um, being selfish over that. No, no. Uh, we thank you guys for listening and uh, we're going to try to get uh, more episodes out there. We're working on that. Uh, and we just wanted to update everyone in case like you haven't read or uh, you're like me and you just see everyone posting the same thing, which is May 11th, Shanghai Disneyland reopens and they give you no other information. So you're just, like, <laughs> they're just reopening. That's it. So uh, I want to thank you guys, uh, you know, make sure to uh, rate and uh, what is it? subscribe and rate uh, the show on iTunes or Spotify, or Spreaker. Uh, you can also download directly on geocomedy.com slash 3GATM. You can uh, talk to us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter at 3GATM Podcast. Uh, you can follow Hunter. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, uh, Hunter3GATM. And uh, you can follow George Nowhere. He doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> now you can chat him up on the uh, on the social, and uh, I'll get the word to him because most likely you're going to be talking to me. But uh, once again, <laughs> thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya, Hunter. <laughs> All right, have a good one, guys. Sure. Adios. All right, catch out. <laughs>